up everyone we are back at it again the dental student vibes podcast my name is seth and i'm here today with the one and only cole herzik the one and only matthew havis boys how we been you know we're doing well doing well yes sir so we're going to talk to you guys today about coronavirus and honestly that is all that we keep hearing about coronavirus 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 makes me a little thirsty maybe need a lime Mm -hmm. or something so I'm a Modelo guy myself, yeah, but maybe yeah. I'm a little partial. It's five o'clock somewhere. Right. Um, so I think as of today, most of the schools in Florida or a lot of the schools, whether it's uh, colleges, universities or dental schools, a lot of them are shutting down and proceeding with online classes. And I'm sure it's like that in other states as well, other cities. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, personally, I'm frightened for ourselves, for the sake of our learning, because you can't learn dentistry online. It's clinical clinical right. experience, clinical experience, clinical experience. There's no way I can get the proper hand skills that I need at home. So I think it's a little concerning, that aspect of it. I'm glad, though, in you know certain areas like New York, I'm glad that they're taking extra preventative cautions um, for you know quarantining certain individuals where the virus is really spread and it's kind of rampant. So I think that is a good thing. But I would say as far as closing schools and putting things online, I think that's, it's great that they're taking preventative steps, but at the same time, it could be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Shout out to um, New Rochelle. I own a college in uh, New York. I know Anthony went there. Um, we're sending you guys good vibes because you guys are getting pummeled with it. They have like 108 cases as of today. I was reading an article about it. So they're, they're getting attacked bad. So shout out to you guys, you know, just remain healthy, take your vitamin C. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out, stay healthy. Um, but let's uh, let's pause here for a second. Let's talk about uh, B&B Dental. So we are partnered with B&B Dental to help students crush the NBDE. And I know a lot of students are trying to finalize their plans for NBDE Part 1 right now. And so B&B gave us a $75 off discount for their BNB Dental MBD Boards Prep. Um, and so that discount code is VIBES75. That's V-I-B-E-S-7-5. And then I'll give you $75 off BNB Dental, which has some great videos, uh, great practice tests. They got flashcards. They have uh, an app that you can use. I was using it today when I was at uh, the gym. I was going through flashcards on the app on my iPad. It's awesome. So, guys, check that out. Our sponsor is BNB Dental, and that's bnbdental.com. So, today we're going to discuss this article in the ADA News. Um, it's volume 51, number 5, and this, what's the date on this? March 2nd, 2020. Um, so, the title of the article is ADA Releases Coronavirus Handout for Dentists. So coronavirus is getting so serious now that it's now the headline of the ADA news. And you guys all know ADA. It's American Dental Association. Yeah. 
for those of you getting into haven't heard uh, of them. Oh, haven't heard of them. Yeah, no. for those of you getting into dentistry, um, so they they have this article now, and it's you can find it on the ADA website, and it's basically giving you directions for. Uh, how to handle coronavirus, how to handle patients with coronavirus, and exactly what to do. So page 41 of the CDC guidelines for infection control in dental healthcare settings says, and I'm quoting the CDC, wear a surgical mask and eye protection with solid side shields or a face shield to protect mucous membranes of the eyes, nose, and mouth during procedures likely to generate splashing or splattering of blood or other body fluids. All right, so that's number one. You should be doing that already. I mean, we already do that, you know. This is just universal precautions. Right, universal precautions. Love it. Um, and then number two, change masks between patients or during patient treatment if mask becomes wet. So you should be doing that already. I know not everyone does that all the time. Sometimes you just forget to take your mask off or you just leave it hanging on your ears. So just, you know, extra precautions now, like Matthew said. PPE. PPE always personal protective equipment. Right. Always needed. Right. Um, so you, I'm going to put the, the link to this in the show notes so you guys can check it out. So first of all, guys, did you uh, do any research on, on coronavirus? Do you? I mean, you've seen in the news, people are like, oh, you know, I take more antibiotics. What do you think about that? Um. I don't know about this whole antibiotics thing just because it's a virus. So you don't really take antibiotics for viruses. You kind of just have to like let it run its course and you try to, you know, bed rest, stuff like that until we get a vaccine put out, which I'm sure the government is working on right. uh, diligently. But one thing I've been looking at is, you know, how it's affecting the world and stuff. Stock market's down big time. Like everything's taking hits from this. Um, we're sitting here now. Italy has like over 10,000 cases, ethically speaking. They're having to judge which uh, patients they can save and which ones are marked for, you know, expiration, I guess, for lack of a better term. So, I mean, it's it's getting serious enough where other parts of the world are really struggling. Iran currently hasn't released any numbers, but it's apparently it's getting so bad where they're blaming the United States for um, all the sanctions we place on them. Where did them. you see that? Um, I read it online. <laughs> where? Fox News. <laughs> okay, so maybe it's true, maybe it's not true. Honestly, I don't trust any news source today. I mean, but, but, you know, regardless if it's happening or not, it yeah. just shows that it's a testament, whether, you know, it's somebody's fault or another's, that countries are being affected by this, you know. And, yes, we're very fortunate being in the United States to where, it, you know, we usually get things controlled pretty quickly in relation to other countries and, and whatnot and other parts of the world. So hopefully this can all be taken care of sooner rather than later. And then we don't have this drawn on for months where we have a lot more fatalities. Right. I'd say, you know, the biggest piece of advice that we can give to anybody out there is, you know, the guys touched on it before, but, you know, check where you're getting your information from. I would say the number one source that you all need to go to is the CDC. You know, any sort of information that you're going to get regarding this virus out there, don't listen to MSNBC. Don't listen to CNN. I mean, these are not medical professionals. These are not, you know, clinical research analysts that are doing hard number crunching. They're presenting factoids that they may have read that may not have any scientific proof backing it. So I would say go to the experts. Go to the source of the information that's releasing the numbers and what you actually need to do. Right. 
Perfect. Cool. Absolutely. And so, I mean, that's number one. Uh, first thing we're touching on here is where to find credible sources. So there you go. All right. So number two, um, what do we do if we see, you know, some of our fellow classmates um, that are like coughing or have respiratory symptoms? Or how about some staff members at, at an office? You know, what, what would you guys tell them to do? Um, well, first things first, uh, any practice owners, anyone working in a practice, uh, there's, you know, criteria that people have to meet where they can and can't come to work. Like if you have a fever over 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit, you should not be at work. You should go home, whether it's healthcare, food service, whatever it is, do not show up because regardless if you have the coronavirus or not, you can still get somebody sick. And I understand that you, that people need to make money and stuff, but if you're sick, you're only contributing to the problem. And the big thing is, like we said, we touched on before, but CDC guidelines. And currently the CDC guidelines, let's just go on a background. So how this transmission, and it's true of most transmission of viruses, is that a virus is thought to spread mainly from person to person. So it's going to transmit via one individual to another. And these two modes of transmission that are the most common are person to person between personal contact under a distance of six feet. It's directly from the CDC. You all can read it yourself. And the second mode is respiratory droplet inhalation. So, you know, an infected individual will breathe out droplets into the air. You breathe in those droplets. You could end up, you know, developing this virus as well. So, you know, you want to avoid situations where you're going to come into contact with two of those modes of transmission. So, of course, you know, CDC recommends steps that you can take to protect yourself. You know, big one is it's the number one as far as the CDC is concerned is wash your hands often. And washing your hands doesn't just mean you run some water on them and you put some soap on for a second and then you rinse it off. No, they recommend at least 20 minutes of water and scrubbing time and you properly dry them. Minutes or seconds? 20 seconds. 20, okay, 20, 20 seconds. No, wash your hands for 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Okay. Until so throw on an episode of your favorite TV show and start washing. As soon as then credits roll around, <laughs> throw them under the water. <laughs> Once your um, hands are all pruning. Just some numbers though. Um, shout out to my mom. She directs surgery down in South Florida. And um, since she's director of surgery, everything has to be extremely you know sterile and stuff. So she was saying that the coronavirus can live on skin from anywhere five to 10 minutes, and then it can live on hard surfaces from anywhere from one to two hours. So that's something to consider. You know, just don't think just because, you know, you're you're not touching anything that it's not on you, it's on you for five to 10 minutes, it's still, you know, active and it can still infect you. So make sure, like Cole said, wash your hands. Every 20 seconds, scrub them, lather them up good. You know, use some sort of nice smelling soap maybe so you could benefit from it. And by washing your hands so much, another tip is after you wash your hands, and if you've been doing a lot, just so you don't get dry and cracked skin, maybe throw on some like lotion or whatever just to keep those hands moisturized. Right. And the thing why that lotion is so important, we have our infection control classes and many of you out there, you've also read these statistics is that when you use, you know, an alcohol-based hand sanitizer or you do dry out your hands like that, what you do is you form little cracks in the epidermis in your skin. And when you have normally intact epidermis, these viruses and pathogens cannot penetrate into your bloodstream. But when you have these little micro cracks, these microscopic organisms can make their ways in there and they can infect you that way. So you might, you know, might not necessarily think you have a cut on your finger or some form of open mouth respiratory inhalation drops, but it could just be you touch the surface on those dry hands that have those cracks. So that lotion is key. Definitely. And uh, go ahead, Seth, please. Uh, well, I was just going to add in there 
couple numbers for you guys. Please, I know, you, I know you guys are some number guys. So, uh, on the CDC website, as we were saying, get all your information from there. Okay. Um, total cases in the United States right now, 938. This is updated March 11th. Um, total deaths. 938 deaths. No, 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 no. Total cases, 938. Okay. Total deaths, 29. And then the wow. jurisdictions reporting cases, 38 states and District of Columbia. So we're pretty much almost at every state. Um, and again, that's I'll a see good... you boys in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I bet a... you Canada's getting... Maybe. Can that's survive a, in the cold? <laughs> that's a big thing to mention. With Seth mentioned some numbers there because I know it's funny. We, I was at the gym earlier, and they had two different news sources on. It's a good thing we're actually – it's funny we should talk about this. MSNBC and CNN was on, and it's funny. They had two completely different numbers than one one another and a, a different statistics from what we just read on the CDC. One of them said 1,200 cases in 43 states. Another one said we have less than 800 in I think it was like 32 states. So, of course, check your sources and don't just trust the news that you'll read on the on TV, internet, go to the CDC. Right. Definitely. And let me give you some more stats. Drop okay? bombs, come on. Dropping bombs. Um, let me see here. So, the only state that has 201 to 500 cases is, here, look at this heat map here. Uh, it's Washington. So they have... 267 uh, reported cases, um, and can you guess? Hold on, I'm turning the I'm turning the screen around so we can't see. Can you guess what states do not have any reported cases? Um, Hawaii. Hawaii has one to five. Alaska. Alaska, nice. Okay, give me one more. Uh, South Dakota. South Dakota ain't one to five. I'm gonna Puerto take- Rico. Puerto Rico's it's not a under. commonwealth, but you it's know. a commonwealth. But I would it's say, if, if we're going states, I'm going to take a guess and say like somewhere in the Bible Belt. Maybe let's take a guess, like Idaho. Yeah, Idaho, <laughs> Idaho, Montana. But um, I know we got a lot of listeners in uh, New York. Uh, New York has 173 cases. California, a lot of listeners, uh, 152, and then uh, 15 cases in Texas. And then a lot of listeners in Florida as well. There's 19 reported cases so far. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, the numbers are getting up there. They are. But, I mean, you know, we're still people. We still got to live our lives. So, if you don't plan on, like, you know, dropping everything that you like to do, if you still want to go to the gym, you still want to go out to dinner or whatever, I would say some things that we've tried to incorporate now is, let's say, the gym. Yes, it, it does pass through the respiratory tract, but it does survive on surfaces, so there is contact precautions. So if you do go to the gym, one thing that we like to do is, at least I do it, I try to, before I use any machine or dumbbells or whatever, I walk around with a paper towel and some hand sanitizer on it, and I'll wipe it down before I use it. And whether it works or not, you know, I mean, makes makes me sleep better at night. Um, another thing I do is, uh, when I'm at the gym, I try real hard to, you know, I stay away from lots of people, big groups, and I don't shake any hands. You know, I, I don't shake any hands with anybody. I try to give them fist bumps or whatever. I'll just wave. You know, I just try to, you know, I don't want to say I'm a hermit, but I try to, you know, keep my distance or whatever from other people. We're at the point now where we're giving elbows. Yeah. I just wink as I walk by. 
you gotta give him a little noise or whatever, a little head nod or something, and you just keep moving. Like, don't touch me, I'm sterile. But, um, you guys didn't pick up that SpongeBob reference? No. Jesus, where's Anthony? Alright, so, um, I mean, that, those are a couple things we do, and then, you know, I mean, wh- whatever you guys decide on doing in terms of yourselves, if you want to, you know, avoid people, stop going to the gym or whatever, but games are life, so. We, we games to, are life. Yes. But, I mean, those are just some things, and, you know, just some knowledge, not trying to scare anybody, but the coronavirus is, you know, transmissible through people that don't exp- like show any symptoms yet, so you're contagious before you're actually sick, if that makes sense. So those are things to consider. Um, I would just say, you know, continue washing your hands and stuff. And I mean, you guys should be fine, you know. I would say, you know, where we've been talking about a lot of negative things, I'd say one of the positives right there, um, and don't limit yourself uh, to not getting out there just because this virus is going on. I would say, you know, definitely take these extra precautions, preventative steps Mm -hmm. to making yourself you know, a little bit less susceptible to being exposed to some of these, you know, droplets or pathogens that might be existing on the surfaces, but still go out and live your life like you still normally would, you know, just be a little extra cautious. You know, one thing to, I guess, like look on the positive is air flights are pretty cheap right now. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of one nice thing. Um, so I would say that now would be a good travel time. People tell you maybe it's not a good travel time, but right. you know what I mean? You can't stop living your life. You have to, if you live in fear, it's just like, you know, viruses have existed in the past. We've had pathogens out there before that have been, you know, a lot more deadly than the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, We had, I was reading on the CDC, again, resources. Um, SARS, which was not too many years ago, that was a huge, huge mortality rate with a small number of cases. So you have something like this where nationwide, Worldwide, there are a lot of cases, but the mortality rate is rather low. Around two to three percent mm-hmm. is what the CDC right. says. But you have SARS, where it was thirty-one to thirty-four percent mortality rate. Do you know what Ebola was? Ebola was like forty percent or something. I think it was forty-one percent. Right. Something crazy like that. It's right. Insane. So again, like you know, these are all negative things that we're talking about. But still, you know, continue to live your life. Just be be careful. Take precaution. Definitely. preventative steps definitely i mean you guys also realize too that you guys don't have to go overboard i went to walmart to go get some you know groceries and whatnot and all of the soap is gone in walmart it looks like you know water during a hurricane i mean there's nothing on the shelves and it's soap and i mean i went to go get some chicken and there's this little guy wearing you know a mask so i pretend to sneeze and he took off without his chicken <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious I, I i mean yeah it, it was wrong of me yeah maybe too soon but i got a laugh out of it so just saying you know you guys don't have to go completely overboard with all these things just be mindful of it you know no need to exaggerate all this stuff just do what you do and you'll be you know you'll stay safe you'll be healthy and i mean i'm sure you'll come out of this on top if you could survive 2012 if you could survive y2k survive swine flu you know you can survive coronavirus right okay so just wrapping it up number one get all your information from a credible source aka the cdc not news sources websites um snapchat stories or dental student vibes or dental student vibes (laughs) um uh check out the joe rogan podcast with i think his name was michael osterholm they give a yeah Michael Osterholm. They give a lot of good information on there because uh, the guy is a well-known uh, infectious disease uh, specialist. And you know if you're feeling sick, stay home or go to the doctor and go to the doctor. Both. You don't need to get other people sick. It's exactly. it's it's 
more highly contagious, you know, so. Um, and please leave us a review on Apple iTunes. <laughs> got to, you know, preface that in there. You yeah, always got to throw exactly. it in. Uh, leave us a review on Spotify. Um, check us out on Instagram at dental.student.vibes, on Facebook and on Twitter. And we hope you guys stay healthy and stay vibing.